Good morning. Glad you're here this morning. Webster's defines burnout as exhaustion of physical or emotional strength, usually as a result of prolonged stress or frustration. Have any of you ever been burned out on something? I've personally had a few brushes with burnout. Um, had a short-lived burnout on baseball when I started college, and we were practicing four hours a day in the fall and winter, and it got very stale. But God was redirecting my life away from baseball, so I guess it was a prolonged burnout on playing baseball, although at 39 I tried one, one more time, which is the theme of that age, age group. <laughs> um, but anyway, when I was working my way through grad school, had a brush again with burnout, uh, I operated a janitorial company, and I would work all night. I would go to class in, in the day, and then I would try to find the strength to do some homework uh, on very, very little sleep. Uh, there are more recent bur- uh, bouts with burnout brought on by increasing levels of responsibility. And it's easy as that happens to begin to get overwhelmed, especially as you're, as you're trying to get on top of the pile of things that are on your plate to do. Burnout blindsides it. It blindsides us because we often don't realize we're burning out until it's upon us, until we've reached the moment when we need energy and there's nothing left in the tank. That that's, that's, tends to be how it happens. Maybe you're struggling with burnout right now. You may be a new parent. Um, I've, I've had that look on my face. I recognize that one. Um, you find yourself overwhelmed by the exhaustion of caring for a baby who gives you almost no positive feedback for the first few weeks for sure. Then they start smiling and you get, you know, a little reward, but it can be exhausting. You're sleep deprived, you're stressed out, you're changing diapers, you're feeding the baby uh, in your sleep, really. That's how it's happening. You may be in one of the busiest seasons at work. As soon as you get ahead, more work piles on. You feel like you can't catch a break as everything's coming at you. Your work week's getting longer, your weekend's getting shorter. You daydream about quitting and doing something completely different. If you're a student, each year you may feel the rush of assignments. I've actually lived this scene right here. I've fallen asleep when I should be studying all night and woke up and had to just wing the exam. Oh, well. You know, that's when you start praying. <laughs> it's like, especially in grad school when I was studying scriptures, I was like, oh God, you wrote this book. <laughs> Please help me. Help me figure out what, what the answer is. Um, you, you, you know the rush is, is coming each semester, but very easy to get overwhelmed as everything begins to hit. You may be feeling burnout from serving. Our congregations launched three churches in the last 11 years. Many of us are carrying more and more responsibility than ever. We're tired. Uh, maybe, maybe you served on the same team for a long time, and at times you wonder how long you can keep doing that. Where you direct your thoughts 
when you're experiencing burnout or when you begin to taste it makes all the difference in getting through burnout. Because you believe what you tell yourself and your thoughts are basically what you're telling yourself. And the direction they go is very important. We're going to look at what the Bible says and how it gives some tremendous help on this in a few minutes. When we all get worn out and tired, uh, we, we do. And when it happens, how, how do we know we're in danger? Here are ten signs of burnout. First, your enthusiasm is fading for what you're doing, whatever it is. You are emotionally numb. In other words, you should be getting excited about some things, or you should be really bummed about some other things, but it's just there's not much in the tank to to pull that off, to pull off the appropriate emotions. Uh, Third, little things upset you in a big way. Fourth, people and tasks begin to drain you. You're in a mental fog. Nothing satisfies you as you walk through your week, as you walk through the day. Productivity is dropping. You're self-medicating, either food, drinking, prescriptions, anything else. You find yourself laughing less or not at all. Sleep and time off no longer fuel you. If you identify with a few of these, you might be busy and stressed out, but probably not burning out. If most of these describe where you are, then you are in burnout or speeding toward it. It would be good to talk to someone who can help give you some perspective, give you some help. Here's the good news. Wherever you find yourself, God is willing and able to help. Here's why. God never burns out, and he promises to renew our strength. Israel, the nation God chose to be his people, actually they were just a people. They were a tribe of people. Uh, When they were chosen, they were chosen for God to create them into a nation. And his purpose all along in choosing them was to show the world, the rest of the world, his wisdom. As they would learn about him, they would learn his ways, they would begin to live by his ways, and the rest of the world would see the wisdom of his ways and be drawn to follow him him as well. And so that was his goal. Israel's history, though, involved being enslaved as a whole nation for hundreds of years. Uh, God miraculously freed them from slavery. There are movies about that. Then they wandered for 40 years in the desert because they disobeyed God. Uh, They fought one battle after another to possess the promised land. He promised to give them this land, but they had to fight for it. That's the way life works in our world. You have to fight for the promises of God. Um, After possessing the promised land, they had to fight off invaders. They came under siege in their own land from the Assyrian army. After all of this, Isaiah the prophet, we're going to look at a passage he wrote, 
God instructed him to write. He predicted that another more massive army would come and invade. This prophecy came true. Their land was destroyed along with their temple, and they were carried into exile. As you read, as you read the Old Testament part of the Bible, it, it sounds exhausting, then exciting, then exhausting, then exciting, and it just keeps going on. I mean, it, it, it wears you out just looking at what was going on there. Here's God's word to tired people through the prophet Isaiah in the 7th century B.C. Do you not know, Isaiah forty twenty eight? do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. The Lord is the everlasting God. God has no beginning, no end. He's eternal. He, he's never not existed. He's always existed. He's the creator of the ends of the earth. At God's command, he spoke into existence all that we see and enjoy in this world. His infinite power is displayed in the things that he has made. He will not grow tired or weary. He has an infinite supply of energy to share with you if you choose to tap into it. His understanding no one can fathom. He, he works in ways we can't fully understand, but always for our good. He's always with us. If you follow Christ, the God you serve stands ready to help, to strengthen, to renew you. To give you the strength to do his will, to do what he wants to do, to do the things that he's assigned for you to do in this world. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 continues. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow weary and, and uh, tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not not faint. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the work. This is God's pattern. He's in the habit of doing this. He, he will do it for you if you ask him. We'll see how to tap into his power in a moment. Even youths grow tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. Young people have boundless energy, but they eventually run out of strength. Um, I've never really understood the reflex of toddlers who fight sleep. You know, you're, you're, you're watching them fight sleep, and you're thinking, oh, Lord, give me some sleep, you know. <laughs> and we, I had one grandson, grandson that, Actually slapped himself in the head to keep himself awake. He'd be in the back of the car. I mean, they're determined. That's, that's determination. I mean, that's, and he, he is a pretty determined guy. Um, but he figured out a way. For some reason, they fight sleep like an enemy. It's just a battle with them. Um, but those who hope in the Lord, 
will renew their strength. If we ask, God will give us strength. A strength that re-energizes, refreshes, and renews. I've experienced this over and over and over again. Every time I go to the well and ask God to recharge me, he does. He is faithful to do it. This is not a one-time event that we're talking about here. The time I was really stressed and I turned to God and he gave me the strength and it really turned out to be a great day. Now, this is describing our ability to actively and regularly turn to him to supply what we need when we're burning out or when we're burned out. That's the picture in this, this passage. We can go to God who promises to renew our strength as we trust him to. So let's walk through the guidance in this passage on how to bounce back from burnout. First, put your hope in God. You know, we all put our hope in something when we need strength or motivation. Coffee is an energy go-to for many of us, so we see means like this on our, uh, <laughs> just on our, our Instagram post. So just give me the coffee and nobody gets hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes sense to us. Now, the Lord made coffee and things like it to enjoy that, and, and to help. But we should learn to make a habit of turning to him before we go anywhere else. We need to realize we depend on him. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Turn to him. Ask him for strength in prayer. I, I've seen him come through every time I turn to him and ask him for help to get motivated to renew their strength. On Monday, I asked for help. I was, I, I get, I'm always getting ready for some kind of message or some kind of talk. And I wear down on it. I'll be honest with you. I'll, I wear down on it. And Monday, I really needed to focus, and I, I asked God for help. It, it came about Tuesday afternoon. That's the way it works. You, another translation for this word hope, it's often translated wait. Because the, the way it works is you ask, then you wait, and you putting your hope in God. You ask, and then you wait. You ask and wait. And my, my, I've learned this much. I hope I never forget to ask. I hope I always remember to ask God for the strength I need, for the help I need, for the perspective I need to keep going. But we wait on God. What you're waiting on to kick in to help you is where you place your hope. And we're instructed here, hope in the Lord and he will renew your strength. The Lord always comes through every time. He doesn't come in, you know, instantaneously like going to the microwave and heating something up. But every time I've asked God for help and motivation through the years... It comes somehow, some way. It could be through 
the encouragement of a friend. It could be through a passage I read that gives me the perspective I need to keep moving. It could be, it could be through hearing someone teach God's word and the light goes on or there's deep encouragement in what he says, what God says through the message. The Lord always comes through. Another way to bounce back from burnout is to get enough rest. It's easy, easy, isn't it? Isaiah 40, 30 says, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. All humans need enough rest. Wonder Woman and Superman, they're myths. I don't know if you knew that. They're comic book characters. <laughs> the movies make it look real. You know, it's pretty amazing, the, super, the special effects. But they're myths. You aren't Wonder Woman. You aren't Superman. We need rest. We need enough. So often I've been... Pushing and pushing and pushing. And I realized, boy, trying to focus on this is counterproductive. I need to go to bed. And then the next morning, wow. (laughs) It's amazing what a, a good night's sleep will do. In Genesis, you see that God modeled rest for us. In Genesis 1, he he didn't need it, but he took an intentional break from creating on the seventh day. And he had it written into scripture, and he told us to follow his example. There's a pattern there. God's work in the world never stops. He is always showing love and kindness to us. So don't ever rest from loving people. Don't rest from loving God. But you and I need to give our bodies enough rest from whatever we call work. Daily and weekly, we need to get enough. I I don't always need as much rest as I think I do. I can hoard, I can hoard sleep. But I need to make sure I'm getting enough to do my best work. I took an unintentional break this week because I got sick. That's probably what was happening on Monday. I was like, you know, I, I got sick. Took an unintentional break, and you know what happened? The world kept spinning. It kept, it kept moving. I have very little margin in my week, typically. And so I always feel like, okay, I gotta get this done, I gotta get that done, I got, I got this long list of things that I, and I went down, and the world kept moving. And everything to this point's been done that I needed to do. If, you're really burning out. I want to encourage you to measure how much rest you need and whether you're getting enough. Know yourself. Everybody's different. I'm going to grab a drink of water. Everybody needs different amounts, so don't don't compare yourself necessarily, but you probably need less than you think you do. It's a mental thing, but know how much you need and get it. A final way to bounce back from burnout is just to do what you know you must do. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run 
and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Even though we're weary, we have things that have to get done. Procrastinating those digs a hole a little deeper as the minutes go by. I thought this might happen today because I've been sick. <laughs> so you might want to stay away from me after the service. Um, anyway, this what happens as we procrastinate, because we know we need to give priority to certain things, what happens is it erodes our self-respect. And so your energy bog starts happening more and more. It kind of piles on to the energy bog that you're already experiencing. So ask God to help you do what you must do when you need to do it and grind it out. You should get a little boost from it uh, because your self-respect will grow a little. I've learned that burnout is mostly a matter of the mind. It, It definitely affects my emotions. But when I'm overwhelmed, I need perspective. That's the best thing that helps. In these times, if I ask him to, God will speak to me through the scripture. Staying in God's word, asking him to speak to me through it is crucial because he gives me the perspective I need and it strengthens me. It fortifies me like a good meal. So I get fortified when I listen to messages being taught, when I read the Word of God myself, when I ask God to speak to me through it, it fortifies me. For me, I get a lot of help when I focus on God's promises, not my problems. And I have to fight. It's a mental battle. I have to fight to focus on God's promises. I have to fight to even get to the point where sometimes where I ask for his help. God's promises are found in God's word, the Bible. So when burned out, do what you can and don't focus on what you can't do, but ask God for the strength to do it. Go to his word. Look at what he says about what's going on. Don't drop the basics. Do the next thing. Keep moving. Get out of bed. Brush your teeth. Eat meals. Pay your bills. Maybe you can't run, but take a short short walk. Let's look back at how the passage wraps up. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is not a passive waiting. It's an active hoping in God for all we need. What could wait on the Lord mean for us? It could mean ask God for perspective from Scripture so you can focus on a promise, not just a problem. It could mean asking God for rest in the middle of the business, uh, the busyness that you're go, going on in your life right now. I mean, I often I've I've been on vacation and I can't shut down. And you you just need to ask God for help just to rest. The world's going to keep going. (laughs) It really will. Admit, you might need to, waiting on God could mean 
admitting that you're burned out and ask someone to help you sort it out. Go to someone. Hey, I need some outside perspective. This, this is what I'm thinking. This is what's going on. Or just pray and ask God to give you the strength. He will do it. The promise is that we will meet, meet, mount up with wings like eagles. Here's a picture of a bald eagle. Eagles are born with big and heavy wings. They have to learn to fly without flapping those huge wings. They, they have to, to learn to soar in order to conserve energy. Watch this video of an eagle soaring while I describe what happens. Eagles will die if they expend too much energy flapping their wings during flight if they don't learn to soar instead. They will actually die. They must learn to wait for what is called wind thermals to come up on them. A wind thermal is a big gust of wind that rises up from the atmosphere. So what God is saying through Isaiah is that we need to stop flapping our own wings of self-effort and self-sufficiency because that only leads to exhaustion. God provides the wind thermal for the eagle. He created it this way. This is the way it works. It's part of his wisdom of his plan and the power displayed in his creation. And he will help you in the moment of your need. Burnout is a reminder that we need help. We can't do it alone. We must trust God in, in that moment. And burning out reminds us how fragile we are. It, it, it does. This, this is the way God made life to work. If you're in full burnout or life is just tasting a little stale, admit to God where you are, and, and he will help. When we wait on the Lord, he gives us what we need to handle what he's put on our plate. If there's a lot you need to do, he will give you the ability to run. God will give you what you need. He will give me what I need to run through this period of intense work to care for the kids, to handle commitments. He will give endurance. On the other hand, we, we can often get frustrated and be burned out by the little things, little frustrations, little tasks, never-ending chores, continual tasks in different areas of life. He will allow you, he will help you walk and keep on going. Imagine how God could use us if we stop faking resilience. <laughs> if our resilience came from him, he could really use us in the lives of people because people tend to like to be strong. I'm strong. Hear me roar. How refreshing could it be if we're just honest about our limitations, about where we end up, and... We allow God to come through in our weaknesses, and then we show others. We tell others about God's faithfulness to us, and we show them how to, how to walk with him. How great could that be? My prayer for all of us has been this week, as I put this message together, my prayer is that God will show us our limitations 
and our weaknesses and the reality of his help for the moment that we ask. In that moment that he would show us that reality. What does this mean for you this week? Let's talk about some next steps uh, together as we get ready for this. Uh, If you would, please take out your connection card and fill it out, begin to fill it out. Uh, And then also on the back of your listening guide, um, there is there's some next steps that I've suggested for you to take as a way to apply what what I've been talking about. Every week, we we try to look at, okay, this is what God said, this is what we've talked about, and this is a step I'm going to take in response to what God said. That's how our understanding unfolds. What you see in, in scripture, that's, this is how you get to know God better. This is how you get, you find out that He's real, is you do what He says. And then He begins to show you, uh, how real He is. Um, John 14, 21 says, whoever has my commands and obeys them, this is Jesus talking. He is the one who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. So this is, this is how we love God, we, by doing what he's showed us to do. And this is how we get to know God better, is by doing what he's shown us to do. And we find out that he's real as we set out to do it. So here's some suggested next steps. My next step today is to memorize Isaiah 40:31. Great passage to memorize, but they who wait on the Lord will re- renew their strength, mount up with wings like eagles. And then another step would be come back from burnout by and just pick one. Either write it down on your listening guide uh on the back of it there or just make a mental note. I'm going to come back from burnout by putting my hope in God, nothing else. I'm going to come back from burnout by getting some rest. I need some rest. I need a break. You're probably going to have to plan for the break, but that's that's your application. And then I'm going to come back from burnout by doing what I must. I've got some things I've got to do. As you you begin to knock off the to-do list and crawl out of the hole, you'll begin to feel better, Lord willing. Um. And then a final one would be, ask someone to pray for me this week as I face burnout. So talk to somebody about it. Ask for help as you work through it. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you for the truth that's in your word. It really does set us free as we learn to walk with you and take steps to do your word and I, I pray for the, just the strength and the help to do what you've laid on our hearts to do this morning. We ask for this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.